ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host. My name is Stupendous Steve Barber, and joining me as my co-host is Delicious Dwayne Davis. Hey, everybody. You'll always be delicious, dude. I mean, that's just... <laughs> I mean... Yep, yeah. Uh, I mean... Um, but today, we are going to, you know, we're going to give the review of WWE Extreme Rules 2022, because I figured, well, last week we did the preview, so today we can give the yeah. review... Yeah, only I makes mean, sense. Yeah, it, it makes sense. You know, just take the P off the re, and there we go. Yeah, and and I tell you what, um, I thought it was a pretty decent show, uh, especially like the last ten minutes. Yeah, it was a pretty good show. There were a few things I was kind of like, yeah, mm, but I mean, overall, it was a pretty good show. Yeah, I mean, I'd say it was, you know, it was somewhere between three and a half and four stars. I mean, it wasn't yeah. perfect. You know, uh, I think um, I. Um, as far as my picks, I think I was, I don't know, maybe 50, 50. I'll have to, once we get um, to talk about it, I'll have to see. I'm not one sure. Of them, one of them, we actually kind of went on a limb and we almost got it spot on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I should have thought about it, but. I didn't, no. yeah, I didn't think, yeah, I didn't think about that happening, but yeah. Yeah. And. For those of y'all who are listening, going, what are they talking about? Well, you probably have not watched the pay per view yet, <laughs> but right. Um, about it. I mean, it was a. Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, it was a, it was a good show, and yeah. I was I was very pleased with it. So, and then I kept texting, "Hey, you watched it yet? Hey, you watched it yet? Hey, you watched it yet?" <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I was spoilers. just I was just busy all weekend. Yeah, I had to dodge Twitter. Just. Yeah, no. once once you watched it and you saw when you got back on social media and you saw why I was saying yeah, if you don't want spoilers, yeah. I mean yeah, because I mean it was just blowing up. Yeah, and yeah, my phone kept going off. And I'm like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> not doing it, not ruining yep. it for me. So, uh, but did you get the big news uh, before you actually saw it? Yeah, about you know, and I'll just go ahead and say this part. I mean, if you listen to the show, you probably already know Bray Wyatt returned. Yep. Yep. And in absolutely fantastic fashion. That was Oh, that was amazing. Yeah. I especially love the end when he says, I'm here and just and just Yeah. <laughs> yep. So oh, but before we get started on that, I want to go ahead and give our contact and listening info. If you'd like to email us, it's armchairbicking podcast at gmail.com. You can always find us on Facebook at facebook.com. So it's armchair booking podcast. You can find us on Instagram also at armchair booking podcast. You can find us on Twitter at booking armchair. You can find us on TikTok at armchair booking podcast. When he's one of these days, I'll make another video. It's been, you know, almost like a year, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it's kind of just trying to figure out what to make for a video, you know. Yeah. But, um, but you can always find us on YouTube on this channel here. If you, in fact, if, if you're watching on here, like, share, subscribe. Definitely subscribe. Tell your friends about us because we're trying to hit that 100, 100, 100 subscriber mark. That way we can get a real URL and not the, the random gibberish letters. Yep. Yep. So as far as audio platforms go, you can find us just about any audio platform there is. If we're not there, let one of us know. We'll do whatever we can to get ourselves added. Uh, you can also find Joylan at fat underscore daddy 73 on Twitter. Yep. And you can find us on his other social media outlets at big and fat you can find my other podcast my non-wrestle podcast the cubicle chat at well just cubicle chat just do a search you can find it yeah and you can find our merch tpublic.com slash user slash armchair dash booking dash podcast because we do have some merch yeah yes we do yep yep in fact i need to order some more merch to kind of show around a little bit because i haven't haven't actually ordered our own merch in a little bit 
Um, but then that's my bad. But <laughs> um, have I missed anything? I think I've gotten everything. Uh, I think you got everything. Yep. I do want to give some shout outs to some other podcasts real quick. Always got to give a shout out to Ted because Ted's awesome. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Ted, Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Go listen to the Hill Truth. Also give, give um, another shout out to Wrestling With The Truth. You know, they've become fans of ours. We've become fans of theirs. Mm-hmm. And there's another podcast. In fact, uh, I, I don't know why the name escapes me, but it was actually kind of funny uh, because when I was listening to his episode the other day, he actually had something, something happened to him that happened to us. Uh, Wrestling World by oh, okay. Austin, Austin Boyer. Because every time he mentioned the name Alexa, uh huh, his it went off. was going off, and I was like, "Hey, <laughs> nice, nice to hear yeah. somebody else is you know, having that problem." Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but yeah, another good podcast to listen to. I mean, he actually runs his solo, you know, kind of like Ted. Ted runs his solo, but yeah, uh, but you know, he does a really good job. And I want to give another shout out to TNC Sports Talk with Justin. He's been he's been pushing us uh, whenever I can. I try to listen to him because he runs his show live in the mornings, nine o'clock to eleven mm-hmm. o'clock Eastern time, and I also want to give shout out to True Crime Cast. I'm wearing their shirt right now uh, uh, for Jamie and John from True Crime Cast. And they also run their podcast called Bless Their Hearts. And is, are there any other podcasts we need to give a shout out to? No, I don't think so. Okay. In that case, let's get started on Extreme Rules. Yep. So, um, so what do you think overall? Seriously. Overall, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty good show. I mean, better than most of the Extreme Rule pay-per-views because it actually, you know, lived up to the name. You actually had different, you know, stipulations and, you know, for that kind of thing. Um, like I said at the top of the show, there was a few there was a few outcomes that I felt that were right. But the way they went about it, I'm like, yeah. But we'll get into that. But overall, I thought it was a pretty good show. I had to go back and watch. There was like three matches in the middle that I missed. I fell asleep watching it, oh. so I had to go back <laughs> and uh, I went back like early. I went back this morning and watched those three, so I'd have them fresh in my mind for the review. And like I said, I should have been taking notes while I was watching it, but I didn't. Um... And but like I said, I mean a lot of the stuff I remember, mm-hmm. you know, because um, I was I was making mental notes and somehow they stuck. Uh, but the first match, Brawling Brutes against Imperium, this match was everything. Match of the night, in my opinion. oh yeah, this was everything That's, I thought it would be. Absolutely, this was just six guys beating the crap out of each other, using everything that wasn't tied down. Sheamus doing the the. Uh, Doing the razor's edge to Gunther through the announce table was yeah. awesome. Um, it didn't hurt Imperium to lose. Nope. Um, I think it did. I think because Gunther still has his mystique. It's not, you know, a loss is not going to hurt him, especially he didn't lose the title. So exactly. He's still the intercontinental champion. Um, but I think that was a good win for um, the brawling brutes. And a good way to start the show. Yeah, got the crowd off hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Michael Cole kept saying, and this is just the first match on the card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I think they kind of set the bar 
pretty high. And I think there was, for me, there was only like one other match that came really close to that level. And that was the, uh, that was the Raw Women's Championship match, the ladder match. Ah, oh, okay. Um, I mean, I I like this match. Like you said, match of the night, very mm-hmm. easily because there, it was just nonstop action. Oh yeah, never were go, and it was brutal. When we were we were not expecting a bunch of scientific moves. We weren't expecting figure fours. We weren't expecting well the well they're not called the clover leaf or his. Oh no, he is calling it a clover leaf. It's just not mm-hmm. a Texas clover leaf. Right, it's just a clover leaf. Yeah. Yep. Which I'm so glad somebody finally yeah. started to love that move. Yeah, you know, and and I know that it's kind of a expectation. I don't know if it's an unwritten rule, but if you're going to use a move, you actually get permission from the mm-hmm. person who is considered to own it. Yep. And Dean Malenko, more or less, owns yeah. that move. I don't know if he came up with it, but I mean, but it's considered his move, and so I mean, he perfected it. So yeah, and. Yeah, so but I'm um so I don't know if Seamus got the quote unquote permission to use it. Right. But either way, I mean I'm glad to see him using it. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes a sense because they're going with the whole Irish theme, so they're calling it the clover leaf. Yeah. Yeah, just makes sense. And you know, like I said, I mean, um it did not hurt Imperium to lose. No. You know, it wasn't burying them because I mean they were right there in it the entire time. Oh yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like they got squashed. You know exactly, and I don't know where this this feud is going. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a title change in there at some point. Oh yeah, because Sheamus has already had two shots at the Intercontinental Title, and so I'm I figure he's going to chase it at least one more time. The Ultimate Grand Slam. Yep. Uh, now the next one, I think we both made the call, Ronda Rousey and Liv Morgan. Yes, we both made the call, Rousey over Morgan. Yep. And that match, I mean, it, it was an extreme rules match, and it actually they used a baseball bat. I mean, they mm-hmm. were uh, they were getting pretty nasty. <laughs> yeah, they were getting pretty nasty, but uh, yeah, I think they made good use of the the weapons and everything uh, that that Centon uh, that Liv Morgan did to uh, Ronda on the table. Yeah. That was good. Um, there was a few dodgy spots where you could tell Rondo was a little out of her element. You know, the, the sp- I don't know if you remember the spot in the corner where Liv first gets thrown into it, reverses it, throws Rhonda into it, and she tried like a backstabber, and Rhonda like bridged out of it instead of going through with it. Oh, and it's like, yeah, like, eh, you might want somebody might want to talk to her about that. Yeah, I mean, you know, the sad thing about that is, I mean, not really sad, but um, she's an MMA fighter. That was probably mm-hmm. just instinct for her. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, I still forget she doesn't really have a ton of matches under her belt as far as wrestling goes. Man, she really doesn't. Uh-uh. I mean, because remember, she was there for a year, took another, what, year and a half off, if not more. I think it was actually almost, almost Yeah, and then comes back, and I, she's only had a handful of matches since she's been back. Well, I mean, granted, her run this time is better than her first yes. one. Yes, she's playing more into the heel stuff this time. I think she's figuring out that instead of trying to fight against that tide when the crowd turns on you, just ride it out. 
Yeah. You know, just use it to your advantage. Go, mm-hmm. yeah, come on, boo me. Yeah. Because he- hearing boos is better than hearing nothing. Exactly. That's the way it is in the wrestling world. And I like how Liv Morgan did not tap out, she but, she, out. but she passed out. Yeah. And I like the, I like how when she came to, she, well, she passed out with a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. When she came to, she still had a smile on her face. And I think they're going, I think we're going to get like a heel, Liv Morgan. I, I think not only that, but I have a feeling she is going to be joining the Wyatt family. That would be awesome. Uh, speaking of Wyatt family, uh, Bo Dallas is on his way back. And that's actually why I'm saying she's going to join the, because mm-hmm. they're a couple, they're a couple they, in real life. Yeah, they're a couple in real life. He's Bray Wyatt's real life brother. So just make it work and don't mess it up this time. And you know, now that Vince is not there, mm-hmm. they might actually acknowledge that they're brothers. Yeah. Just have you know? him say it. Have him say it in a promo. And yeah. that's that would be the perfect way to bring him back. Is just have Bray acknowledge it on screen, and you know, bring him in. Yeah, I mean, acknowledge their brothers. By the way, also acknowledge their dad is Mike Rotundo. By mm-hmm. the way, also acknowledge their uncles are Barry and Kendall Wyndham, and also acknowledge yeah. that their granddad is Blackjack Mulligan. Yeah, you know, and when Blackjack when he passed away, was it like four or five years ago? Mm-hmm. Of course, neither Bray or Bo Dallas were at. It was um, it was like on a Monday morning, you know, so they weren't at the Raw um, event, mm-hmm. and they didn't they. I know they made mention of them not being there, but they didn't say why. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did mention Blackjack Mulligan passing away. Yeah, yeah. Why they couldn't say, by the way, he was their brothers and Blackjack was their granddad. Yeah, because Vince wasn't going to allow any of that. I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand why, but he wasn't allowing any of that. Makes no sense. It's never made any sense to me why you wouldn't acknowledge, you know, people's lineage sorry had something i had to pull out here <laughs> ah, okay <laughs> uh, but i don't understand why they wouldn't acknowledge people's lineage this doesn't make any sense to me yeah i don't, I don't get it and now that you know because with Liv morgan with their, her having a kind of a hmm, smile either that or she was you know trying to advertise that new movie smile that's out which yeah apparent, i don't know if you've seen the ad campaign what they're doing with that but i have yeah. savannah went to see it and um uh, she she said it was pretty scary, so okay. I have to check it out. Uh, they're having people at like the baseball games. They're they're propping them up behind the the catcher, like mm-hmm. and just smiling. <laughs> and if I was a pitcher, I'd be like, no, uh, uh-uh, I'm not doing that here. Not doing that. Get get them out of here. <laughs> but but for Liv to do that, I mean, and so it it make might make sense that she's kind of joining the Wyatts. And with her passing out and not tapping out, she still finished strong. Yeah, absolutely. She's finished stronger in this match. Than she did, um, in any match since she was champion. <laughs> I know, and that's the sad thing. You know, they had her tapping out while pinning somebody at her very first uh, title defense, and it's like y'all just buried her. Like, yeah, bad. oh yeah, absolutely. That was terrible. And now we got to say, okay, what's next with that? Are they going to have another match, or is Ronda going to move on? Because Liv Morgan was not; she was not a popular champion. Mm-mm. You nope. know. Fans was, turned on fans turned on that pretty quick. As soon as she tapped. Uh-huh. As soon as she tapped, that was it for her that, run. The fans yep. were like, Nope, not having it. And she should have walked in, you know, the very next night and said, I lost my smile and handed the title over. <laughs> you know, but this one she found her smile. So it all it all kind of worked yeah. out. Yep. 
Uh, now, the next one, the the Drew carrying cross match. Um, I'll say good match, not a great match. I'll say a good match, bad ending. I did not like the ending of it. I didn't either. Not not the physical display that I thought we were going to get. I mean, there was right. there was some moments, but I just expected the way they had built this up, and you know, I, I expected a knockdown dragout fight. Yeah, and we didn't really get that. We got Karen Cross all of a sudden afraid to put the strap on. Right, and it's like the whole time, the whole point of his gimmick is he he doesn't fear anything. Everybody's supposed to fear him, and then you have him afraid to hook up the strap, and then you have Scarlet, you know, cause a distraction in order to in order for him to win, and it's like it didn't make any sense. Didn't make any sense. I mean, he he, the right person won, but not the right way. Exactly. I mean, it did not. It didn't help him to win like mm-hmm. that. Because like you said, I mean, they're pushing him to be, you know, not afraid of anything, pushing him to be this unstoppable heel. Yeah. And, I mean, it. okay, it'd be one thing to sit back in the corner going, you want me to put that strap on? You got to bring it to me. I ain't coming to you. Exactly. It's one thing, but it's him, like, teasing that he's going to put it on and then throwing it down and then attacking him, you know, before the bell. And it's like, if you're going to book him as a killer, then do that you know don't make him look stupid because to me that's not as stupid as vince made him look but it's just yeah for his character they just kind of made him look dumb last you know to saturday night yeah i mean he wasn't driving out to jeff hardy you know for yeah. no reason but yeah uh but i mean i i mean well i'll say borderline good match um but i think maybe because our expectations were a lot higher than what the match actually was yeah i think this would have been a, a great raw main event but it wasn't yeah. a it wasn't a it wasn't a great pay-per-view fight. No, it wasn't. Oh, I, uh, yeah, and I think that's that's one of the um I think that's kind of a category we could put like the pay-per-view matches. Is this a pay-per-view match or is this a TV match? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so there there's there's kind of the mm-hmm. you know, the not not really the the standard, but you know, but it is kind of a comparison. I mean, we could look out for like every match. And, and this is another one. Okay, what's next? Because this is their first match. Yeah, this is the first. That's why I thought they kind of came in a little hot with the with the strap, yeah. you know, um, stipulation. Because, yeah, this is their first official match against each other. So do they keep feuding? Or, and where do you go from here? You've already had a strap match. So if you keep feuding, what do you? What else do you do? You had a strap match with pepper spray involved. Exactly. And and although I will say somebody should tell the referee, if you see somebody the pepper spray poured in their eyes, you don't pour water. No, they do that <laughs> every time somebody supposedly uh, get, somebody gets pepper sprayed in wrestling. The refs pour water. It's like yeah, go on and burn them. Yeah, that's what it's gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You know, you you need to have like some milk or something. Yeah. You know, a, a base. Yeah. Even if you had to grab somebody's bread, like their hot dog bun, and rub it on there to try to get it off. But no, you don't pour water. That lets us look and go. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Maybe it was like banaca or something. I don't think it was pepper spray. Yeah. Yeah. Remember banaca, the stuff they used to advertise WWF. Yep. I used to I used to buy that too. <laughs> <laughs> and when I was in band, I used to take it and spray my mouthpiece. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, I thought, all right. 
Um, but Bianca and Bailey, and I, I can see why you would say this was like the next best match. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it wasn't perfect, you know. It and I do have some issues with some things in the match. Now Bianca was still showing her strength because her. Oh strength, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, man, man, my God, she is strong. She's ridiculously strong. Yeah, and. You know, when we were making our predictions and we said, oh, yeah, you know, watch Alexa Bliss and Asuka mm-hmm. were going to interfere. Nope, you know, they did not. Because they were injured. I forgot about the angle that they did on Raw. I, yeah, but, same here. Know, and, uh, yeah, so they were not a factor at all. Uh, Bianca ended up winning, which is fine, but I still think Bailey should have won. Yeah, because, um, well, I know... I was there thinking, why a ladder match of all matches? Because this is mm-hmm. their first match also. Yes. And I know they're going for some kind of extreme rules match. You're not going to mm-hmm. have, you know, just a regular match. But I was like, why a ladder match? I mean, because Bailey chose it. Yeah. You know, but so I didn't understand the point of a ladder match. Um, the actually, well, we were also expecting, and I think, I think it's what it is. I mean, we put our expectations kind of high for certain mm-hmm. wrestlers. Yeah. And, and these two are high. We expect really good matches and this one um was not as good as what yeah not as good as what we were expecting um i did like the finish the kod on the ladder mm-hmm. and then you know bianca climbs the ladder and grabs the title but i uh, i do agree with you i think this match could have been better especially with the two people involved um but as far as overall i think it was the second best match on the card um, somebody needs to show Bailey how to use ladders from now on because she was struggling trying to. She was struggling trying to get that, get a couple of ladders in place. Yeah. Yeah, and somehow she she broke the the braces. I was like, yeah. okay, that's different. Now then, yeah. she. It's like so now you have two lean ladders. Yeah. There. Yep. And it's like okay, and uh, the when Sky and Kai when they when they interfered. Mm-hmm. And Bianca was getting them both up on her shoulders. Did you yeah. see how? I don't remember which one it was, but she was like trying to. You could see she was cli- trying to get on on yeah. top of there. And I'm like, you know what? If you can't do it, just get off. Yeah. <laughs> because right now you're making it look, yeah, like you're setting it up. And yeah, and so that looks sloppy. Uh, so that was an issue I had with the match, you know, because there was some sloppiness there. And that and Bailey just lost, even though she had a three three on one advantage. Yeah, she had a three-on-one advantage. She pinned the champion at Clash of the Castle. She had, like, all the momentum going into the match, and then she loses. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you know, you've got this whole group called Damage Control where they're trying to take control of the women's division. What better way to do that than to have Bailey win the women's title while Kai and Sky have the tag titles? Yes. And I mean, they... you, did it, you did it with Roman and the Usos. You can't do it with yeah. Bailey. You know, Sky oh. and Kai. And it Bianca now, if she lost a title because of a three on one disadvantage. Yeah. Then know, that would that would be a good story because she would be able to you know, she'd be able to say, Well, you didn't beat me clean. It took three of y'all to get it done. Yep. And then it's and now and then it's ready made, like exactly okay, she's trying to get the title back, but every time she goes in there, she's having to fight Bailey. Plus these other two. Right. 
And so that that's when you, it sets it up to be a cage match, or I can't really say a lumberjill match because every time they try to do something like that, you yeah. know, it ends up just being a battle royal. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. so they might so well just, just scrap those plans now, people. <laughs> We're not going to, you know, just say just we'll just have a battle royal. <laughs> um, yeah, but but other than that, I mean, you know, Bianca still is Bianca, and she's still over. Because I mean, yeah. when she was climbing, when she was got to the top of the ladder, that crowd was losing their mind. Yes, they were, and she used her hair as a whip, you know, and a nene. I don't know. I didn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, such a goofy song. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter's texted me. Go ahead. Oh, um, but uh, the next match. This is the one where we almost nailed the weird ending. Yeah. Because we said Edge would Edge would say I quit, but not because he wanted to, because we said Ray would interfere and Edge would say I quit to keep Ray from getting hurt. Yeah. Didn't even think about, oh my God, who is Edge married to? Beth exactly. Phoenix. I did not oh. I don't know why I didn't think about Beth Phoenix. Uh, because she you know, she only shows up and she only shows up at pay-per-views. We really should have thought about yeah. that. Because she shows up to help Edge. And I didn't even think, and all of a sudden, as soon as she, well, Ray came out and they, they beat him down like he owed him money. Yeah. And, you know, then all of a sudden you never saw Ray again. No, you didn't. Dominic knocked him off the apron and then that was it. That was it. And you know, it's like Ray just vanished. And you know, but yeah, Beth came out cleaning house and then you got, you know, her and Rhea, you know, they teased that. And then uh, poor Beth got and, beat you know, up. As soon as she walked in the ring, I was like, Yeah, oh. I was too. As soon as she hit the ring, I was like, There it is. Yep. There's the way out. Uh now I mean now I will say this match, I mean, this was a almost 30 minute match. It was mm -hmm. five seconds away from being a 30 minute match. The first half of the match just drug. It really did. It was oh, man. boring. It really was. I mean, they could have cut that down to like they could have cut 10 minutes off that match and made it Easily. So, so much cleaner. And, you know, they're showing Dominic. I mean, he's coming, coming kind of a jerk hole heel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you look at him now, I'm like, I just want to see somebody just punch him in his face now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's being mean to his dad, you know, <laughs> kicking his dad. You know, he's all, uh, he's thinking that Rhea is his woman. Yeah. And, you know, but then, when edge the way he said i quit mm -hmm. you know the i quit I, I i i quit i quit you know because you could tell that was like yeah he was desperate for you yeah. know so beth wouldn't get concertoed and then they big fat concertoed her anyway yeah you know so that feud's not over no not not at all i was hoping this would be the end of it uh give the judgment day something else to do um i've had my fill of the whole edge trying to destroy what he created thing it's like just move on move on to something else because this is run it to me this is run its course yeah. unless they're going to have a unless they're going to have a match where uh, dominic against ray there's nowhere else to go with this oh uh score update raider seven chiefs nothing started the second quarter oh wow raider nation yeah. Anyway, uh, just I just now saw the score update. I just have <laughs> to have to announce that. 
I did like Edge using the hockey stick. Yeah. Yeah, I did like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and, I mean, and they fought, you know, not just in the ring. I mean, they went other places, but for some, it still wasn't doing yeah. it for me until the rest of Judgment Day interfered. And that's when the action really picked up. And, um, yeah, now Edge also slamming Balor's head off the, yeah. the door frame. I thought I was like, all right, that's a nice touch. I like that. Yeah. You know, but I mean it it once again it was another brutal match. All the matches on this card were brutal, but I mean Yeah, they, they yeah, were they all, were. They were all designed to be brutal. And you know, I don't know what because they were having something going on with AJ Styles. Now, granted, you know, we may be missing everything that's happening on Raw right now because we record on Monday night while Raw's on. And the only way I can watch Raw in my office is if I actually watch it on my computer, which we use to record. So, right. Um, but I don't know what's going on, go on with that. Uh, I, the Miz and, um, who's the guy who's been stalking the Miz? Uh, Dexter Loomis. Yep, yeah. uh, that that might be something tonight because today apparently is the Miz's birthday, or he's doing yeah. Something. They're supposed to have some birthday celebration or something tonight on Raw, which is always a sign for uh, somebody's getting beat up. So <laughs> yeah, and I mean I'm DVRing on <laughs> two different boxes. I'm DVRing mm-hmm. uh, because I want to see how they're starting Raw. Yeah, uh, because unfortunately I was just finishing up some work before you know yeah. this and um and so i could have pulled up real quick but i just want to see if they start it with the lights going wink, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. and yeah. then you know yeah. bray really coming back uh but the last match on the card and now i know what a a fight pit match is yeah um i, I just i didn't really care for it yeah i mean I mean, it, they took the ropes off. Yeah. And it's just a fence. Yeah. But it's a double. I didn't get the whole point of the leg. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't get a point. I get. I didn't get the point of that. It's like, what sense does that make? And then, I mean, because you can only, you've only got the little ledge that goes around. So when they did, you knew they were going to climb up there. Yeah. And then as soon as they did, it's like, now what do we do? Because we don't have enough space to really do anything. Right. And he got a pedigree. He got a couple things. And then, yeah, you know, then, Riddle did his, you know, the, the, was it a senton or whatever? It was. Yeah, it was a senton. Michael Cole called it, uh, originally called it the bro Derek, but the bro Derek is when he does, a does a flip when he comes off. This was just a regular senton, but it looked like it shattered Seth Rollins ribs. Yeah. Just the way he landed. Yeah. Um, oh, there was I knew I should have took notes because there was one time during one of the other matches, this is kind of a side note. He called somebody by the wrong name, and I bet I like to fell out of my chair laughing because it wasn't even a wrestler's name he called him. <laughs> <laughs> and because then he got corrected. They're like, Oh, really? And you know, so I think that you know, they're a little bit they're a little more relaxed now with the um with the, the commentary. Yeah. Yeah, and, my, I, I want to give Michael Cole all the credit. I've crapped on Michael Cole for a long time about his commentary, and I know it was because he had Vince barking in his ear, 
Mm-hmm. But since Triple H has taken over and he's kind of had some freedom, he's been really good on commentary. Yeah, and especially what was that first the first pay per view? Like, yeah, a lot of things have changed. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this match. I mean, I agree. It just it, if they said, okay, this is going to be the main event, I'd say no. This was not a main event type match. No, it, the main event match should have either been Bianca and Bailey or. The Brutes and Imperium. One of those two matches should have been the qual because of the quality. Of the match. <laughs> because of the yeah. quality of the match, this one was just it was a bit of a letdown. It was just not as it should have been a lot more physical and violent than what it was for yeah. it to be a fight pit match with a MMA Hall of Famer yeah. as the referee. You know, it should have been a violent spectacle to end this feud, especially having especially because Matt Riddle won. Mm-hmm. So they should have had, they should have been beat up and bloody. And I'm not one that says you got to have blood in every match, but something like this, something like a fight pit. Yes. Warrants color. Yeah. So there, this should be, they should have both been a bloody mess coming out of that match because it should have just been a violent affair. And instead it, to me, it just kind of limped on longer than it needed to. And then Matt Riddle won. Um, I do like the touches that they do that they did through the whole pay-per-view. You can tell it's a Triple H trademark. Whenever they were announcing the wrestlers in the ring, the lights went down. Spotlights just went on the wrestlers. And then, because Triple H used to do that in NXT, then they would raise the lights and the match would start. And I always like that because I feel like that gives the participants the focus. And it's not Vince always wanted the crowd shots because he always wanted, you know, look how many we have here. Look how many people we got in the seats. Triple H is focused on the, the wrestlers. The wrestlers. The seat. And by having the spotlights just on the wrestlers, it's like showing that importance. And here's the ironic thing about what Vince would do that. So we got to see the crowd. Mm-hmm. But he would absolutely hate it when the crowd became part of the show. Yes, you know? when the yeah, when the crowd tried to ins, you know insert themselves into the show, Vince would lose his mind. But you inserted them in the show because you want to show how many people are there. Yeah, if they see your cameras panning through the crowd, so it's like they're gonna if they're gonna be on camera, they're gonna make sure they're remembered. Yeah, I mean, you go to any wrestling show, at least in the United States, and mm-hmm. when they say a match, you know, with with one fall. And the crowd would immediately go, one fall. Uh, one fall, yeah. Well, Vince made the announcers keep on going so to yeah. kind of cut the crowd off. And it's like, yeah, the crowd's paying attention if they're doing that. Yeah, and it's like, it adds to it. Yeah. Like, why why cut that off and take that away? It's like, you can't say you want crowd interaction and then try to smother the crowd interaction. Exactly. And, and with this match also... Did you notice how, well, first of all, Seth, he's been trolling, you know, coming in with like some kind of vintage ring gear, like the last, I don't know how many pay-per-views. Yeah. Yeah. When he came in, cause I had actually, uh, I had stepped out of the room for a second. I came back and I'm like, why is he dressed up like Rob Van Dam? Yeah. He even had his hair <laughs> slicked back with the ponytail and everything. Yeah. Like, okay. So and, that's, and he, you know, and then he goes, Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, the okay. Thumbs, and it's like, okay. All yeah. right. Uh, but did you notice he tried to bounce off the cage like it was ropes? Yes. Yeah, I caught that. And it's like, 
Steph forgot where he was for a minute. Yeah, I mean, it was just instinct. You know, he's like, yeah, I mean, you've got you've got the ring, you've got the ring and the posts, but no ropes. So, right. I don't know. It was a bad concept. It'd been better if they just had him in the cage, a yeah. regular a regular cage match, and not having Daniel Cormier. Cormier, Cormier yeah, Cormier, yes. He, he he got it a little involved, but not like not what I expected. Yeah, I expected these two to come in trying to tear each other to pieces, and he's having to manhandle each one of them. Yeah, to keep some kind of order and. I mean, look, go back and watch um, anybody who hasn't seen it or if you have, watch it again. WrestleMania 13, Steve Austin, Bret Hart, Ken Shamrock's the referee. Mm -hmm. That's how you insert an MMA fighter into a wrestling feud. Ken Shamrock got physical several times with both people mm -hmm. to try to maintain some, some law and order in the ring. And I just feel like they didn't utilize that with Daniel Cormier. And they could have it. So I mean, I this was just kind of a wasted opportunity. Yep. Uh, to me, I mean, and it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't horrible. You know, it wasn't but like horrible, you said, but it it wasn't. They should have uh, had blood. I mean, this yeah. is like you said. I'm not one to say give me blood. No, they should. This was a match that you would expect to see blood. And yeah, this was. I mean, for all intents and purposes, this was the blow off of their feud. Yeah. And. It just didn't, I don't know, it didn't feel important. And especially considering what happened, like, I don't even think Riddle was completely he at, wasn't, out of the ring. Like, like Cormier raised his hand. They were they were at the, the entranceway, and Cormier raised his hand. Lights went out, and then... The fireflies. The fireflies, and then I've got the whole world in my hand started. And then people were, I mean... They did that perfect because yes, they did. They had they had that crowd in the palm of their hand from the time the lights went out. People were expecting yeah. Bray Wyatt to come back last night, but they did not know for sure. When those lights went out, you could almost see that place tremble. And every time they showed a person dressed up as one of the fire firehouse uh firefly funhouse characters, just the anticipation just kept rising. Yeah, and then when he walked through that door, the crowd just lost their mind. I mean, it yeah. erupted. It was like the biggest pop I've heard in a long time. And then it even got bigger when he took the mask off. Yeah, and people knew for sure he's back. And then he said, "I'm here," and blew yeah. the lantern out. And he had <laughs> because he had he had that lantern. And I was like, yep. okay, and it's a regular looking lantern. It's not that stupid one that looks like a head. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't stand that one. You know. Yeah, that that it was cool once. Yeah. It was cool the first time he debuted as the fiend because it represented. I felt like it represented what he was. But after that, it's like, now can we have the uh, lantern back? Because the I fiend mean, got old for me really quick. It did. I yeah, same here. Yeah, I mean, I it mean, was a brilliant creation. But there was only so many places he could go. He didn't need the title, right. and they put the title on him twice. With uh, the and I, I mean, call me a belt purist if you want to. I can't stand when they design a custom belt for a specific wrestler because yeah, it, very few of them work. Like Steve Austin's Smoking Skull belt worked for him at that time, 
but generally custom belts don't work. That's why you don't see a lot of them because they don't work. Um, that's why a lot of them have been created and then never used. But I did not like the Fane's, uh, you know, custom belt. Uh, I'm glad he's back as Bray Wyatt. So I'm hoping with Triple H in charge, he'll actually be a big deal like he should have been Exactly. When he, debu when he debuted on the main roster years ago, because in, in NXT, he was a big deal in NXT. The whole mm -hmm. Wyatt family was a, a big deal in NXT. They get to the main roster. I don't know what to do with this guy. It's like, can you just watch NXT and do that? Because that's yeah. kind of working. So, I mean, and I, I, like I said, I preferred the, the Cape Fear. Yes. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I um, prefer the, the, the backwoods. You know the Everglades preacher, yeah, talking out of his head. That Bray Wyatt, yeah. And I will say one other thing about that: the weird, um, the weird lamp they had. It looked like mm -hmm. he beat up some kid, and you know, on Halloween, and took his, <laughs> you know, it took his candy carrier. Yeah, you know, um, but yeah, I prefer, like I said, the backwoods cult leader. Bray yes, Wyatt. yeah. You know, he'd come out there, had his rocking chair, and he'd be sitting there, and all of a sudden, he would, you know, you'd see him talking, yeah. and you're like, yeah, this dude's crazy. <laughs> and he'd have, you know, he'd have the straw hat on and everything. Yeah. And it's like, there it is. Yeah. It's like, don't mess with it. Just go. You can, yeah. you're literally printing money right now. And, and, and it started out, that's another one that started out real strong. Yeah. And then just, I mean, the whole thing with, with him and Daniel Bryan, the whole thing with him and John Cena, you know. That's, that's really what killed that gimmick was when. They had him do all that with John Cena. Then he loses to Cena at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Then he beats Cena at Extreme Rules in the cage, but only because a kid creeped John Cena out. Yeah. Singing the singing the whole, you know, I got the yeah. whole wild world in my hand. So he didn't really beat John Cena. A little kid distracted him and he was able to win. And then Cena soundly beats him at payback. So it's like you fed him to John Cena. You fed him to The Undertaker at WrestleMania. That should have been the coronation of the new, you know, King of Fear or whatever, because he should have beaten The Undertaker when he wrestled The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. That would honestly would have been the perfect pass on also. Yep. It would have been the perfect pass of the, yeah. passing of the torch, but old, uh, old dead man wouldn't get out the way. So. Yep. Pretty sure clown shoes was involved too. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> but, I'm sure. Yeah. So, but now that he's back, you know, and this is a whole, you know, we, we always try to look at the, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. And I think they need to have him somehow reform a version of the Wyatt family. Wyatt family. Yes. Um, obviously, you know, um, Luke Harper, you know, is yeah. passed on, you yes. know, um, but Eric Redbeard, Mm -hmm. Eric Rowan, yep. he could always come back without a stupid little toy robot spider in a. No, I need the Eric Rowan in the uh, Michael Myers jumpsuit mm -hmm. and the sheep mask. That's the, sheep the Aaron mask. Rowan that I need. Yeah, sheep mask. They just Santa... happen to see at a like a little store. Like, hey, let me try that on. Hey, you ought to do that. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Savannah can't stand that mask. She said it creeps her <laughs> out. I'm like, baby, that's the point. But <laughs> you wear it anyway, don't you? Oh, if I had one, I'd creep her out all the time. I'd just yeah. pop her in her room and be like, hey, freak her out. 
First thing in the morning, get her day started off right. Yeah, <laughs> just sit there at the dinner table, you know, just like a little little food hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, reform the wife, especially if Bo Dallas is coming back. Yes, put them together because that's what they should have had to begin with. Yep. Put, put Liv Morgan with them, or put Alexa Bliss with them. <laughs> Because yeah. I mean that they could have a reunion, or have you mm-hmm. know what have both. And I always forget what did Kevin Sullivan? What was his Fox name? I forget this every single time. Um, I can't think of it. Um, you know, and here we go. As I can, um, Army of Darkness. That's it. Yeah, that's Army it. Army of Darkness. Yep. And because and it's pretty sad when I go to Google to look it up. I started talking, talking to Kevin Sullivan. It's Kevin, Kevin Sullivan stable, and you could sell it, you know, because it's got a little thing if you've ever mm-hmm. looked it up before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the Army of Darkness. I mean, he also had the Alliance to End Hulkamania, the Dungeon of Doom. Uh, Kevin Sullivan just had a lot of stables, man. Yeah. Well, but, let me see. But besides the Army of Darkness, the rest of them were terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, Except the for the first... Varsity Club. Except for the Varsity Club. Varsity Club was awesome. Oh, the first family. Wow, that was some. Uh, that one's that's a huge stable. I don't think that was just him. House of Humperdinck, Three Faces of Fear, and the Varsity Club. Yeah. Um, and actually, it would really make sense if Bray Wyatt were to start up something like the Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. You know, because Kevin Sullivan yep. had it. Well, Kevin Sullivan had the Varsity Club later on with Mike Rotundo. Yes. Yep. All comes so, full circle. All comes full circle. And so I think. I personally think they ought to go kind of go down that route mm-hmm. um, because the Wyatt family, they looked like that, like the creepy, um, you know, cause anytime you see, you know, like a guy with the Michael Myers mask with a, a foot long beard mm-hmm. and you're thinking, yeah, that dude. Yeah. He looks, yeah. Like you could tear somebody up. Yeah. Um, by the way, that, and that same guy, he's also like a classically trained guitarist too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's the, another weird thing. Now to put yeah. him in, um, Elias together as yeah. an actual guitar playing duo, but but first let's rebuild the Wyatt family, and I think Saturday night was the perfect start to that. The crowd was just loving it. Oh, I mean, the crowd! The, that crowd was so hot. It was like, Lord, I've never. I mean, it's been a long time since I heard a crowd that hot. Yeah, and and every time they showed, well, first. The crowd couldn't see like the white rabbit little video mm-hmm. they did with the yeah. rabbit, you know, and that's really the first one I've seen just because of the chaotic schedule, you know, mm-hmm. that, you know, yep. we've been having over the past month. I've just been hearing about it, but I looked and I'm seeing like this eight bit graphics and I'm hearing eight bit sound. Yeah. And the rabbit gets to an X and I'm like, I wonder if this is X marks the spot. This is yeah. going to, and he like said, lights out, fireflies. And I'm kind of wondering if if the first few, however many fireflies, weren't a plant of some kind. Of, oh, I'm sure to yeah. get everybody else to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then when they showed them all in the the different entryways or the, mm-hmm. um, now when I was talking to our friend Randy at church uh, the next morning, and he said he read that that was um, they actually had a director. Oh, really? Who came up with all that. I'm like, you know what? And they did a really... Yeah, they did really a fantastic job. job. Yeah. Score update, 17 nothing Raiders. Ooh. In Kansas City. Ooh. Uh Carlson kicked a 53-yard field goal. 
Wow. So, like I said, you know, hopefully they can hold on. Raider Nation. I just figured I'd <laughs> in there because uh, your Packers ain't looking too good right now. No, they're not. No. But, of course, I mean, the Raiders, they've won one game, so I can't talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but anyway, so I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to be coming next with the White Me family. Too. You know, some of the other feuds, I'm kind of wondering where they're going to go next. Bianca and, and Bailey. They need to have more matches. Yeah. But now, Bailey just got buried, you know, for no reason. Yeah, for no reason. It just didn't make sense for her to not win the title last night because it wouldn't have hurt Bianca to lose it. Not exactly. last night, Saturday night. Right. Um, I was off today, so it threw – I don't know what day it is right now, but <laughs> <laughs> um, Saturday night. And Bianca could have lost the title and it not hurt her a bit. Exactly. If anything, it would have just made her stronger because then she would have been uh, been chasing the title. Mm-hmm. And chasing against three people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Ronda, I don't think Liv Morgan is going to be bucket for a rematch because she was no. not a very popular champion. Yeah. I don't um, know who they're going to put against Ronda, though, because, I don't know, SmackDown's kind of light on credible challengers. I mean, you got Sonya Deville, but she already beat Sonya Deville to qualify for the title match anyway. So I don't think they'll go back to that quickly. Um, they, bring I mean, in do put in do drop or, uh, or are they going to let her go back to her? her I don't know. I, she, I haven't even seen her in a while. I don't know what they've they, got her doing. They may be, they may be repacking her, but you know what? Put Ronda Rousey against her because you're talking the skill against the size. Cause that's yeah. always an intriguing matchup right there. Or just give me Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Just give, give me, me the that match. too. Yeah, yeah. Just give me that match. That's all. Yeah. That's, that's all I want to see. And and have Shayna beat her. That's, that's all I'm asking for. It's not a um, lot. And with Sheamus, we're pretty sure he's going to end up with the Intercontinental Title within probably within the next month or two. Yeah, yeah, I'd um, say that. It would it would be it would make logical sense. Yeah, because then um, yeah, because then King of the Ring, Royal Rumble. I see title, U.S. title, both world titles, just, you know, and money in the bank. And money in the bank. And um, let's see, Karrion Cross and Drew McIntyre, that's got to go somewhere because. That's, yeah, they need more matches, at least with, I give, I give the pepper spray angle a little positive. At least with that, Drew gets to say, well, you didn't beat me clean. Scarlet had had to blind me with pepper spray in order for you to be able to beat me. Right. So there, at least there's a little bit of an out. So there's a little positive on it, but I just still didn't like the way that match ended. And uh, what? Oh, Riddle and Seth Rollins. Hopefully that one's over. Yeah, hopefully that's done. I feel like it's run its course, and we don't need we don't need a continuation of this feud. I mean. There ain't nowhere else to mm -hmm. go. You had the last match in a fight pit, so that's it. I mean, let it let it go and let both guys move on to something else. Yeah, I mean, what the girls say in the movie Frozen? Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Seth is supposed to have a U.S. title match tonight against Bobby Lashley, so we'll see how that Ooh, goes. I hope to. I hope they don't put the title on Seth off of Bobby Lashley. Yeah, I don't think they should take the title off Bobby Lashley yet. No, he's it, it, no, he should not be losing the title yet. No, you know, um, because they kind of 
screwed him around a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially like that. that especially when he when he beat Brock, you know, instead of just letting him beat Brock clean, they had to have all the shenanigans with Roman and all that stuff in order for Bobby to mm-hmm. Bobby to beat him. Then they knew he wasn't going to be com- clear to compete, but had him in the in the chamber anyway, and then used concussion protocol, which should never be used as a wrestling angle. Uh, no, since especially since we know about CTE and all that stuff, it's like no, you do not use that to as a storyline device. Um, so he loses the title without ever actually even defending it. So at least with the U.S. title, he's had a good run so far, and he's had some really good matches. And yeah, that was only six matches on this paper. I think we <laughs> we just yeah already covered yeah. them all, and what we what we should expect next. Uh, but yeah, next episode should be Thursday. Uh, yep. We're still trying to get back in the swing of things just because yeah. life has been really, really chaotic lately. Yes, um, yes, it has. Um, I have not found other employment yet. You know, even though things have kind of calmed down at work and mm-hmm. the job now, but at the same time, I don't want to go through that again. So I'm looking for right. other stuff. So yeah. the, the, the one job I did apply for, I told you about, mm-hmm. I came back and they emailed me and they're like, we're looking for somebody else. Oh, you know, but I'm like, all right. I mean, at least I'm not out of a job. Yeah. You know, I yeah. just didn't. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, get kind of look at things positively. That's always told by look at things positively. Maybe that's wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know. So I mean, I've got other things that I've, I've actually there's one in particular I'm going to tell you about after we're done recording because I'm yeah. like, huh. Um, you know, but uh, what we talk about Thursday may depend on what's happening as we're speaking right now. <laughs> yeah. Very uh, true. Uh, but either way, we always manage to find out, find something to talk about and we may go old school. We don't know yet because like I said, right now we're having to just kind of make sure nothing's going to get in the way of us recording. Yes. You know, that's yes. the big thing. That's the first big thing. Yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't record two weeks straight. We could not record, Mm-mm. you know, all no. because of me working, uh, 200 hours in three weeks. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. So, but until we can actually talk again on Thursday, my friend. Good night and God bless. God bless.